Welcome to a special episode of Five Things About. I'm Chris Hatzis. As the majority of us get used to working and studying from home, the academics at the University of Melbourne are imparting their best tips for this new remote world. You may have seen or heard of our virtual campus, where students and staff alike can stay connected and continue to nourish their minds with the online campus community. The virtual campus allows the university to continue delivering high-quality education and undertaking critical research, while also keeping students and staff connected. We spoke to some experts and students recently about their advice for making remote learning work for you. First, let's hear from Dr. Sean Kang, a senior lecturer in education. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Kang, a senior lecturer in the science of learning at the Melbourne Graduate School of Education. My research focuses on how the human mind learns and remembers and the implications for instruction and student learning. If you're a university student, whether at Melbourne Uni or elsewhere, you will now be quite familiar with and have had first-hand experience with the concept of remote learning. Due to COVID-19, instead of attending classes on campus, you would likely be using the internet to watch recorded lectures, meet with your instructors and classmates over Zoom, and participate in discussions and other activities on Canvas or some other learning management system. You might be wondering to yourself in this current situation, how do I as a student remain an effective learner now that instruction has moved online? Well, what you should keep in mind is that the overall learning process is the same, whether you are learning in a classroom or from a computer in your bedroom. What I mean by that is the general factors that affect learning in a classroom are the same as the ones that affect learning online. The specific presentation of a factor and the degree of its influence may differ, but the same factors matter. Let me give you a concrete example. Distraction. There is a wealth of research that has demonstrated the detrimental effects of divided attention on one's learning. If you're trying to learn something, whether it's by reading a piece of text or listening to a lecture, your learning is going to be negatively impacted if you divide your attention between the learning task and some other task. If you're in the classroom or lecture hall, the other distracting task may be talking with a friend, exchanging text messages on your phone, or checking for social media updates. If you're learning from home, some of those same distractions may be present, but likely some new ones as well. Without the social constraints of the classroom and having the instructor in the same room with you, you might be more tempted to let the distracting task drag out. For instance, you might watch one viral video after another on YouTube, or you may even watch an entire episode of your favorite television program. So while there are distractions in and outside of the classroom, the frequency and duration of distractions may be higher outside of the classroom. Try to create an environment at home that minimizes distraction. I know that sometimes not always possible, depending on your situation. What everyone should be able to do, however, is create a study schedule. Basically, a timetable in which you allocate time to studying or working on the subjects that you're taking this semester. Make sure to build in several short breaks so that you don't become too fatigued. These study breaks also can be a great time to reconnect with friends, reply to messages, check social media, so that you'll be less tempted to do so during the study periods. When it's time to study, focus on studying. When it's time to take a break, take a break. 
You don't have to be overly rigid when it comes to your schedule, but what you want is for your schedule to provide you with some structure. When you're stuck at home the whole day, having structure is a good thing to keep you productive. Here's Grant Blaschke, Associate Professor at the Nossel Institute for Global Health at the University of Melbourne. Well, what a big time of change it's been for our university students. And, you know, many of the international students now as well have, who've gone home and, and so big time of change. But a couple of things that I would say, you know, at the University of Melbourne, I'm privileged to be coordinating one of our Masters of Public Health subjects called Planetary and Global Health. And in that, we've been talking about the various environmental problems and COVID-19 and how we're all responding. But it's the first year where we've put that entire course online. And I think what we're seeing is this incredible transformation where the there'll be no going back once we've all learnt how to do online education and study and online everything really. Um, and so I think for students leaning in and embracing this new online world, really refining their skills, there's going to be great jobs in this area. So I'm very uh, optimistic about the uh, suite of courses and the uh, future for students. And the other thing is, if you're finding yourself sort of unemployed or underemployed at the moment, what a great opportunity the next few months are to actually land yourself some extra qualifications and so throw yourself into the online education space. Here's Mark Quigley, Earth Scientist at the School of Earth Sciences, University of Melbourne. We're all in this together. We're all trying to co-produce solutions. And so I think students should probably try, um, could, could probably try to focus on seeing opportunities to uh, provide feedback, constructive feedback to their, their teachers of how, how they think things are going. Um, and, and to really engage in the process. A lot of the students I've spoken to have struggled with things like motivation, for example. That's a common theme that comes up. The, the scale of this problem makes them feel unmotivated. Um, their, their social networks have broken down a little bit. Um, and they feel very stressed about um, the media that they're, they're getting and also about whether they're going to be able to continue on their career trajectories. And all, all I can really offer in that space is that my experience with students that were um, out of their university environment for months at a time in, in Christchurch that were severely disrupted, uh, that had to do assessments in a variety of different ways, all this sort of stuff, was that a lot of those students actually thrived in that environment, that they actually were able to to really overcome those challenges and that their worst fears of, of you know, not getting the job they wanted or, or not getting the grades they wanted were never realized, that the universities have got them, the students, firmly in their best interests and that the universities do not want a single student to be disadvantaged by this. And the processes that are being developed are for exactly that purpose, to make sure that students um, can continue to strive for excellence despite the challenging conditions.
and now a Bachelor of Arts student, Danielle Galopoulos, shares her thoughts on studying from home. My tips for studying at home are, number one, set up a quiet, comfortable and private study space. This may mean turning a previously unused room into mission control. Number two, work smarter, not harder. Being stuck inside, it's easy to get sucked into the mind-numbing void of coursework and assignments. But sitting at the computer for all hours may not be the best way to study. Sometimes it's better to only study a few hours when you're fresh than plug away at it the whole night for little result. And number three, have some fun. It may seem counterproductive, but setting aside daily time for recreation helps your brain stay fresh and efficient. And that's it. In the meanwhile, stay safe, stay healthy, stay home, and stay away from that leftover Easter chocolate. Well, at least until the end of the day. Thanks to Sean Kang, Grant Blaschke, Mark Quigley, and Daniel Galopoulos. Students and staff can visit the virtual campus at unimelb.edu.au forward slash community. Five things about. This episode was recorded on April 30, 2020. Production by Chris Hatzis and Sylvie Van Wall. Editing, Sylvie Van Wall. Audio engineering, Chris Hatzis. Five Things About is a training podcast created by Dr. Andy Horvath and licensed under Creative Commons Copyright 2020, the University of Melbourne. I'm Chris Hatzis. Join us again next time for another episode of Five Things About.